Am I Reister or am I wrong? College coaches, for the love of God, please stop using the N-word. Isn't it crazy that there's been more to talk about in sports and sports shows without the games going on? The NCAA's lack of leadership is frightening. And they've made it apparent that they should not be in charge. College football season is devolving before our eyes. Am I right or am I wrong is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet daily fire. Facts only. Check your feelings at the door. This ain't the place for the left, the right, snowflakes, or social justice warriors, and absolutely no BS. I keep it 100. You guys make sure that you guys email me if you want to get a hold of me, gwpodcast at unafraidshow.com. Make sure you subscribe, tell a friend, and you can also listen to me as well on Fox Sports Radio on Sundays 2 to 5, and listen to the Pac-12 Apostles podcast as well. Um, still over the next seven weeks, we will be giving out two $50 Amazon gift cards each week. All you have to do is leave a podcast rating and tweet it or Facebook it out and make sure that you tag the unafraid show and you will be entered. Now let's start at the beginning. Uh, sports, politics, news, Isn't it crazy that there's been more to talk about during the pandemic than at any other time? It's crazy, right? Like, not not even talking about the sports themselves because there haven't even been games. We've had everything from Kobe dying, murder hornets, uh, some new daily Twitter grievance, the COVID numbers, should we play, what's canceled, what's not, what's open, what's closed, Should we wear masks? Like, this is insane. Like, how are you supposed to work out? Are we supposed to do this forever? Go to school. Like, there's been more to talk about. Like, talk radio ratings have been way up during this time for some shows. I didn't think that that was going to happen, but that is what's going on. But the latest Twitter grievance, two of them, really. One from Colorado State. You have 10 players and, well, a combination of 10 players and staff saying that Colorado State is trying to keep their COVID numbers down. People are showing symptoms. They're still able to practice and all of that. And it came out, uh, somebody published an article about it because they talked to them anonymously. And then you had a few players come out on Twitter and say, this is not true categorically and all that. And I thought about it. I was like, wow, this is a pretty strong denial from some of these players. Uh, But... Like, it didn't make sense to me why 10 staff and players would make this up. So could both of these things be true at the same time? Coach is saying, come in here and tell us about your test. Wink, wink, not, not. We don't want to get shut down at the same time. I just know being around college sports and professional sports as well, that coaches have to be governed. Teams have to be have some sort of consequences when they don't do the right things because football coaches want to play. Hoopers want to hoop. You have to protect the players from the coaches, coaches from the players, and all of them from themselves when it comes to injury and injury risk 
and protecting, uh, especially in some sort of pandemic like we're having right now. And somebody hit me up on Twitter. They asked, why are these players going to Twitter? Why don't they just take it to the administration? I was like, "Uh, because they think the administration is the problem. And then he said, well, why didn't he go to a lawyer? And I was like, okay, so you want a player in college to then seek out a not trusty administration, seek out a lawyer who's not going to get paid for this when all they want is to fix the situation. They don't want to blow up the school. They don't want the coach fired. They just want the situation as it relates to their health fixed. And Twitter is a place where people can, uh, where you can drum up interest in what you are trying to say. Because it is out there, and if a couple people agree with it or want to pick it up, then boom, you got something there. So I don't say anything wrong with it. I just think that you have to, that you can't ring that bell irresponsibly. If you're going to go to Twitter to air a grievance, you better be right, and it better be airtight, because people are going to fact check it period there's no way around it and also you will create a a culture where it's crying wolf gotta make it count if you're gonna take it to twitter first thing but try to handle it in-house uh next thing next big grievance gary patterson head coach of tcu well-respected coach he put out an apology for using the n-word and he didn't call anybody an N-word. He repeated it. He said something about, oh, you guys are uh, using all these niggas around here. And he was repeating because he didn't like the word being said. What are these coaches going to learn? This is this is new. This isn't from years ago. Gary Patterson just did this recently. And I don't get it. It makes no sense to me. You know better than this. Well, why can't we use it? Why do I have to censor myself? Truth is, I heard a great explanation about this. Why can't you use the word? First thing, we are already used to censoring ourselves and the words that we use. I use more profanity in my real life than I use when I'm talking to you guys right now. Just the truth. Uh, We, my, my wife, when she talks to her friends, when women talk to their friends, sometimes they'll throw the B word around like, oh, this bitch, this, this. And, but at no point in time when I'm talking to my wife or when I'm talking to her friends, am I inclined to use that to talk about another uh, woman? I wonder why. Because I know it's not okay. That's why. The same way with the N-word. Same way with the F-word for somebody who's homosexual. Same way, you know, other people of different sexual orientations, genders, uh, races, they use words that people of other races should really stay away from. That doesn't make it necessarily right that they're using it, but it's their word. They can choose to use it if they want to. That's the end of that. Gary Patterson and other college coaches, stop using the word, please. You're going to get yourself in trouble and you may get yourself fired. Next on, the NCAA. What do they do? I mean, really? 
what does the NCAA actually do besides cause problems? Really? Because we just found out today, UConn canceled their football season, University of Connecticut. Granted, they are an independent. They were probably having trouble find, uh, scheduling teams, much like Notre Dame did, except Notre Dame's way up here, way up in the rooftops and the rafters, and UConn's way down here in terms of college football prestige. So they were much difficult, had a much difficult time filling out their schedule. So granted, it made sense for them to cancel, but nonetheless, they still did it. Division two canceled football and their fall sports uh, for 2020 period canceled, not postponed canceled. They're still division three division one to be to left up to make their own decisions. There's no leadership going on. So what does the NCAA actually do? Are they trying to create a level playing field for all the teams? Uh, no, because there are haves and there are have nots. There is more at Rice. I'm sorry, there's less at Rice and Western Kentucky than there is at Alabama, Stanford, Oregon, and Michigan. It's the truth. There are haves and there's have nots. So they don't create a level playing field. Do they ensure compliance to rules? When it comes to health and safety, no, 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 not really. Because if you get a concussion and the school violates the concussion protocol or they violate the 20 hour rule, does anybody get in trouble? No, nothing happens. So you so what is the NCAA there for? Maybe it's compliance to the rules. Make sure, you know, college basketball is doing the right thing. Yeah, no, no. They just want to try to impose penalties on people like Christian Dawkins, get them investigated, the shoe companies and college coaches as well for victimless crimes. Nobody is a victim. The school paid out money. The shoe con, the shoe companies get additional visibility because they have a high profile athlete wearing the shoes at a school and uh, the kid gets money. So who was harmed? I, I, I can't, I'm out of fingers. Cause there's nobody are they, is the NCAA there to enforce education and stop bad practices to make sure kids get an education for that trade-off for that scholarship? Uh, no, North Carolina and other schools, sham classes, any penalties? Nope. Didn't happen there either. So what are they there for? Oh, they are there to make rules that limit student athletes freedoms. That's what they're there for, like their name, image and likeness or find some sort of way to keep money out of their pocket. What they're really there ultimately for is the enforcement of that to be the governing body to negotiate licensing and collect money from championship sports to disperse to other schools. That's what they're there for. They're not there for the education, not there for the health and safety. They're there for the money. And on this coronavirus, there has been a complete failure and a lack of leadership by Mark Emmert and the entire NCAA. And now the college football season is devolving before our eyes. And it's the NCAA's fault. UConn canceled. Division two has canceled. And these the NCAA and the conferences are playing a game of chicken at this point. 
I said it a few weeks ago that the conferences were waiting on the NCAA to cancel them. That hasn't happened. They haven't stepped up. Division two canceled. They said, we'll leave it up to the individual uh, divisions, board of governors. Hum, wonder why. So you don't take the blame. And the conferences are sitting there like, listen, you ain't going to put this on us, buddy. Because our fans want to play and there's so much where we talked about the the variance of opinions about COVID and its dangers that you don't want to make your fans that upset. So the NCAA, they can take the heat because they take heat for everything else. But are they stepping up and Mark Emmert stepping up to the plate? Absolutely not. They are not doing that. And that's why we're at the next topic, which is the Big Ten United. We know about the Pac-12 United. You can go back to the previous episode and to learn more about that. But that's where the Pac-12 players made their demands on the conference. Otherwise, they're not playing. Well, the Big Ten is united and they have their demands as well. And I thought that they said it best. They said the NCAA, which is known for its zeal for regulations and enforcement, has had ample time to prepare for the safe return of its athletes to competition, yet it has done nothing. Its laissez-faire approach is forcing each conference and each school to create its own plan, resulting in inconsistent policies, procedures, and protocols. And their demands are very reasonable. They didn't even ask for the money like the the Pac-12 players did. They ask for health and safety like this is ridiculous that they have to demand this. The only money thing I believe that they asked for was about complimentary access to the Big Ten network for their family, which is more than reasonable. They want sufficient penalties for noncompliance, which is just reasonable. Mandate for athletics personnel to report suspected violations. They want whistleblower protections. They want adherence to the World Health Organization and CDC guidelines for sporting events and compliance with all federal, state, and local statutes and regulations. I mean, what what more can you, what more reasonable thing can you ask for? Minimum cleaning and sanitation protocols for all uniforms, equipment, facilities, Temperature checks for anybody entering the facility, contact tracing, uh, testing multiple times a week, uh, banning the COVID-19 liability waivers. Talked about that on the last pod, too, where the schools are presenting to these kids. Oh, if you get sick or something happens, you're on your own. It's not our fault. They're not going to pay for it or they have the option to pay for it. And they also want hazard related economic support. They want scholarship protections, including room, board, and stipend in the event that the season is canceled due to Corona. They want an adjustment to the cost of living stipend because they're the scholarship, the value of the scholarship, which has been challenged in Austin versus the NCAA, which we've written about on the Unafraid show, Austin versus the NCAA. The scholarship is based upon the cost of living. That's the max that it can be. 
but they want an adjustment to that to account for the increase in personal expenses related to limited access that the players have to facilities. And one of those things includes food because some of these kids from come from low income neighborhoods and they're not able to be fed the same way they are when they are on campus. But then you want them to come back and compete. Um, and they also want reimbursement for stipends that were reduced during the summers and uh, coverage for all out-of-pocket medical expenses related to COVID, both short-term and long-term. I don't know what else you, that you could possibly want. This is reasonable as hell. And the fact that college athletes have to be willing to boycott. Last thing up, the NBA. They have fake fans in the crowd pumping in crowd noise uh they got Lil Wayne up there they got all sorts of people up there that you can some kind of way if you have the right Michelob Ultra or whatever beer that they're pumping for you to be able to get on the st- on the board I love it dude I am 100% all in on it people are hating the NBA right now for all sorts of reasons but this fake fans and the crowd noise they are doing a phenomenal job with that and truthfully, when I'm watching the games, I forget that it's not in a real stadium. Check it out if you have not. Like, it's like real basketball. The players are intense. There's uh, the the uh, bench. They jump around and get excited. I'm loving it. I am all in. I cannot wait for the playoffs to start. Same thing with the NHL. I am excited. The, the crowd noise. Oh man, they've done a great job with the production. This is this is Academy Award worthy performances because they make you forget that you are watching fake fans and it is fun to do. Uh, am I Reister or am I wrong? Catch you guys on Friday.